Are you ready? Yo. It's time, time to separate the man from the boys. boys. Get down to the business of sport right here on the world-famous Ginger's Perspective. Hello and welcome to another edition of MMA Uncaged right here on the Ginger's Perspective. Once again, I've got Justin Ferrier chatting MMA and what's been happening in the world. Justin, let's get right into it. We've had UFC 201 and you called it. You said that Woodley was going to beat Lawler and it happened. Yeah, I think the era of the, the new, bigger, more efficient fights is, is coming to play. Uh, Woodley was, he looked in control from the opening seconds. Uh, Lawler looked a bit stodgy, looked a bit slow, like sort of walking in quicksand. And he was anticipating the shot. And Woodley knew that. He changed the fact that the level changed through the overhand bomb. And there, there was all she wrote. Two minutes, 12 seconds of round one. KO via punches. I mean, Woodley now uh, has that golden strap, but it, it hasn't been a very happy time with a strap for, for previous champions, has it? Yeah, no one's holding on to the belts like they used to in the old days. Uh, I think the, the game evolves so much and so quickly that anything can happen, and it has been happening. Um, next, potentially, GSP. I mean, I know Woodley's had a lot to say and, and saying that uh, it's about honour and that the fight will happen. It's the fight the fans want to see. Is it the fight the fans want to see? I think it's the fight he wants more than anything. Uh, everybody loves GSP. He was a huge seller for the UFC. Um, and Tyron really knows that. I think he wants to get paid. I think he knows he's 34 now. Um, and he, he sort of achieved his goal from what it seems like. And, and now he wants to earn the money. He was talking about Nick Diaz as well. These are huge pay-per-view sellers. So... So the knock-on effect and the earnings, the potential earnings, is huge for him. And I mean, he said it on the same day. He made no bones about it. He told, he told Wonderboy that no, I'm not interested in fighting you. You wanted to fight Robbie Lawler because you thought he was going to beat me. You carry on and fight him. I want to fight the big guys. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, UFC definitely have some proper characters there. I mean, I've even seen Nate Diaz now saying that you know if he wins the title, he is going to be asking for a lot of money and he's going to really own the UFC. Do you agree with that statement? Yes and no. He deserves more money, don't get me wrong. Um, he's just not the best marketer for himself. He's not the best speaker. He's a bit awkward in interviews, etc. He, he doesn't really sell himself that well. And kind of, people are kind of getting getting over that sort of, you know, that, the way he shies away from things. And, and that people get bored of that sort of uh, brandish attitude. So, yeah. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see. I do think he should get more money. He is, I mean, he would have dethroned twice if it happens. The pay-per-view king. That's it. I mean, that's coming up. I don't know if you saw that YouTube clip, but it was quite funny because Conan and Conor McGregor are big mates uh, and they hang out a lot and uh, there was good interaction between them and all of a sudden he had a recorded message for Nate Diaz who Conan had in studio as a guest and Conor was just saying, is he wearing that silly black shirt again? But it's all happening at 2.02. It's going to be really good. So, so we'll see what happens there. On to an, a little bit of news that's come out. Holly Holm, she's out for, for a few weeks now. She's had surgery on that, that thumb. I mean, it's a big blow for her. But is it, is it fair to say that potentially this, this could be sort of the curtain coming down on her, her UFC career after that incredible victory over Ronda Rousey? That is a concern. She seemed to have peaked for that fight. You know, stars sort of aligned, as we discussed earlier, and and she put laid all her cards on the table and she won, and it was a massive 
Yeah. You know, there's talk of that of the, of the shattered thumb that happened in the first round. I mean, that, that is obviously a huge, a, a, a huge thing to count against you. But she she has had so many fights, and she hasn't had two losses in a row in over fifty fights. Incredible. In kickboxing, boxing, and MMA. Yeah. So maybe her days are behind her. You know, maybe the peaking time is so short for these MMA athletes because of the intensive training. Maybe her time is up. Who knows? We had a, a very interesting weigh-in ahead of EFC 52. Jadison Costa, the, the teacher, if I can put it that way, against Don Madge today. It all happened at the weigh-in, didn't it? It was crazy. It gave me goosebumps to watch. Um, Jadison Costa, have everybody watched it, shot for a double-leg takedown and couldn't compete it against Don Madge. Now, people are saying it was staged. Forget all that. His reaction is what, what, what stands out for me. Jadison Costa couldn't string together a sentence afterwards. Forget the language barrier. He was so angry with the situation or with Don or with himself, whatever the case is, that he couldn't string a, a, a lucid sentence together. Whereas Don Madge was so well-spoken afterwards, so composed, and I think that's the key here. Don Madge, a composed Don Madge is a deadly Don Madge. It seems as though his... Uh... His career, I mean, we all know that the guy's got talent, ridiculous talent, all-round baller. I mean, he really is a, a phenomenal athlete. But it seems like his career since he's joined FFM in Johannesburg has just taken on another direction, like almost rounded him off, hasn't it? I think the work that, uh, that that team puts together, I mean, they leave no stone unturned and, and no box unticked down to their nutritionist, Rory Diesel. Everything has got a plan. Everything, it, Nothing happens by accident. There's no mistakes or anything like that. The cardio is on point. The training is on point. And most importantly, the game plan is on point. They'll know. They would have studied Jadison. There's plenty of footage, footage of Jadison. A former champion as well. Both former champions. But they would have studied Jadison and they'll have an answer for it. And today, him not being able to complete that takedown is a huge psychological advantage for Don. Absolutely massive. Now, I know you're excited about another fight. Um, also happens to be on the main card. I think it's the co-main event, if I'm not mistaken. Champion Dulce against Tomelo Maputa. And Maputa's had a few things to say, including that uh, champion must not even think about trying to outstrike him or, or keep it standing. The betting houses have got Dulce as an outsider. I can't believe it. You know, don't get me wrong. Tomelo Maputa is an unbelievable striker. He hits, like, like he says, a truck. He, it really is hard. But he, he likes to fight at range. And he will like to dictate the range. I think Dolce is going to rush him. And it's going to take away that range advantage. And we all know when Dolce gets his hands on somebody, they get Voyager Miles. He's going to fly. He's taken everybody down. And he's taken everybody down with crazy style. I think I, I think Dolce is going to upset everybody. And I think, I think Dolce is going to leave with a strap. Where's the smart money at? I mean, Don Madge must be the favourite against Jadison Costa. Uh, your thoughts? Yeah, it's a nice little bet that I'd, have, I'd like to have a look at. Um, Don Madge's stable companion is Pupunga Tressel, fighting out of FFM as well. Uh, champion Dolce, Don Madge. That treble should get you a little over 41. I think that's good value there. Justin Ferrier, thank you very much for your time. I can't wait for EFC 52 to get underway, and uh, we'll catch up again next time for another edition of MMA Uncaged.